Hello everybody and welcome to Sacred Human. This is a sacred space where we consider what it means to be fully human and fully divine. It's a space where we are curious about what it means to embody our light. And it's also a space where we step into the flow of goodness, which connects the earth and the universe, a space where we receive and give love, and a space where compassion leads. Thank you for being here. So hello everybody and welcome to this afternoon's Facebook Live. From a very, very warm and sunny North Yorkshire. And it's fairly noisy with the bees and the birds and the neighbours. <laughs> so just to make you aware um, that everybody is out and about today. So if you hear some shouting, it's not me, it's um, all the children who are coming out after homeschooling. So I can see you coming. I can see Sarah, hi there, and Katie and Natalia and Jamie and Lauren. Fantastic. And Sarah, welcome. And I can see Carol. I can see your little um, picture, your icon, and I can see yours, Chris. Fantastic. And I can see you, Suzanne. And lots of love, Sarah. Erin, welcome. Hello there. Hello, Nicole. Welcome. Hello, Linda. Welcome. And welcome to Thelma too. Fantastic. And some other people have loaded up. I can't see their names, but I can see the pictures. So if I haven't said good afternoon to you, know that you are welcome here. I haven't missed you on purpose, it's just the, uh, the name hasn't come up. So as I was saying, yes, it's very warm and um, very noisy. So there are a lot of children just coming out of their homeschooling um, and neighbours out and about. So I do apologise if there's any shouting um, or swearing for that matter. We've had some choice words coming out of the <laughs> people's gardens. So please forgive that. And I welcome Izzy. Thank you for coming. And Joanne, hello. And Luke, welcome. So I'll make a start and if I have to stop to welcome anybody then please do forgive me. Becky, hi. Fantastic. Glad you could make it. So this afternoon's topic is huge, as most of them are. Um, and I would like to thank the several members of the group who asked that I cover these topics. And really it's looking at how to know when something that comes to you is from your ego or from your soul. Whether it's coming simply from the mind, the small mind, or whether it's coming from your higher self. And I'll just pause and welcome the other people who've joined. Lucien, welcome. 
and Sarah Hendy, hello there. And she welcomes everybody else and Jolene. You're very welcome here. So we are focusing on the concept of discernment and then we're going to look at how we can differentiate, decipher the ego from the soul. The ego from your highest potential, the ego from your light, the ego from your dharma. It, it's kind of all the same, the same thing. We're also going to touch on um, the kind of how fear, the energy of fear flows into this. And we're also going to tap into um, creating space for your purpose to come forward. So it's quite a big topic. And we'll do a little bit of investigation with the logical mind and then we'll go into meditation at the end for your higher mind to take part. So to begin with then, the word discernment, it's actually one of my most favourite words. It's beautiful because of the energy that it carries. The concept of discernment is the ability to judge well. The ability to judge well. And we're thinking about how we can judge well between feelings and thoughts and ideas and situations and paths and relationships. That are we creating from the ego, the small self or the soul? the higher self, the light. So let's have a look at the little props that I've got today. The soul then is this one here. Okay. And the soul lives, it basks in the beauty and the support of the earth. It knows that it is connected to abundance. It knows that all around of it, all around it is gifts. It knows that it isn't alone and is connected. The soul wants to serve others. The soul is interested in inner authenticity. The soul is interested in gifts. The soul is the body. The soul trusts. The soul whispers, the soul flows, the soul is automatic. That is the energy of the soul. So when we're discerning whether a notion or an idea or a situation or a path or a relationship is of the light, is of the soul, it will have those characteristics. All it wants to do is give, not take, because it has everything it needs in and of itself and is overflowing with abundance and love. All it wants to do is serve. It couldn't care less about what anybody thinks of it because all it is interested in is inner integrity and authenticity. And it is flow and trust and wisdom and automatic. And the voice of your soul whispers. It is never pushy. It can simply offers you a path and then walks away and leaves you to decide for yourself. The ego, on the other hand, and look at this gent here, <laughs> isn't masculine, by the way. It's just this is the only prop that I can think of that really showed the ego. The ego stands on barren land. 
It is hard. It is rigid. It is stuck. It is empty. It is stressed. It wants, it wants, it wants. It serves itself because it is fearful. It wants outward recognition. It thrives on competition and not enoughness. It pushes, it analyzes, it strategizes, it barks, it shouts. It's very angry. <laughs> it's a little bit like a toddler because of course that was when the ego forms. Yeah. Um, and a healthy ego matures into one that can allow the space for compassion and love. But most of us, through no fault of our own, is our um, kind of, because we haven't individuated and matured, are stuck in this ego state. That's nothing to beat ourselves up about. It's just, it just is. So they are two completely different energies. Now, just to complicate things a little bit further, we can receive a path or an idea or a notion or a relationship or a situation from the soul. And then the ego can take over and hijack the whole situation. So the only way you can be sure that your idea or path or situation is coming from the soul is if it flows from calm. We can only receive from our light and create of the soul from a state of the parasympathetic nervous system, from a state of calm. And the recognition that we already have everything we need from the earth and within ourselves so we don't actually need to strive and be at the front notice this ego energy here wants to be at the front wants to be seen when we realize we have everything we need within ourselves there is always enough we are abundant in and of our existence that we can allow that ego energy to step aside and receive an idea or a notion or a situation from the soul's path. Now let's say we do have a stay, a period of relaxation and calm and we receive what, what we perceive is a divine spark, a divine notion, a soul guidance and that guidance will be received with, it kind of drops into you, you don't think it, you just receive it, it, it drops into you drops into your mind, into your heart and into your body. The ego does not want to allow that vision to flow. It wants to control it its way. That is how it can hijack. The other thing the ego can do is that let's say we were in that state and we receive our soul's guidance oh, that inspired from the divine idea to persuade us it's not a good idea because it's fearful it will then create doubt and fear this is the ego around that soul's voice
If that happens, the best thing you can possibly do is to lay that aside that situation or that relationship or that path and pause and bring yourself back into calm and wait and wait and rest and rest until, yep, the time comes where you can step into flow and the next step appears. Fear of visioning the future is the ego's way of trying to control. The soul also does not want to control you, so it will give you an idea, a spark, and then let you sit with it for a few days, or years in my case, with sacred human, and then will say, okay, well done, you're calm enough, now here's the next step, and the next step. It's like following tiny baby steps. It is rare that we get a complete download um, of, of a kind of pathway or a book or a notion or a relationship or whatever. It tends to be bit by bit. The ego, on the other hand, takes an idea and puts a 10-year plan in place <laughs> and produces the, the logistics and controls and micromanages. And I'm laughing because I have this energy well, having been a teacher for many years um, and been in academia, it's all ego. So I know the energy well, but it never gets you to your highest purpose and that which is of service. Because this one isn't interested in service, it's interested in gaining and um, having and outward recognition and competition and people saying how brilliant it is whereas this one could not give two hoots about that the soul simply wants to serve others and give and flow from a state of trust and inner alignment and in you know sorry and authenticity it wants to gift it doesn't want to take So it is only really from flow, and flow is being in the automatic stream of universal energy. That's what flow is, allowing what needs to come through to come through. It is only from flow that we can create with ease and of our heart. So the ability to judge well can only be done when we are in a state of relaxation and understanding that we are enough in and of ourselves, that we have enough in and of ourselves and from the earth. And then that universal energy can flow through. And how it flows through is never how the ego wants. Okay? It might not be the book that you think you have to write or the business you think you have to run or the class you think you have to teach or, I don't know, the qualification you think to have, have to have. Soul doesn't care about that. The, service, the soul works in service for the whole of humanity, not the small self. So it's a tough one. <laughs> it's really, really tough. Um, it's a fantastic topic and I'd like to thank the people who brought it because it made me sharpen um, my focus again. And it is a lifelong path. So we're now going to go into meditation just to practice some self-discernment between the two energies, the energy of the soul and the ego. 
So to begin with, I'd like you to feel your feet on the ground. And just notice the physiology of your body after what has been said. Is it triggered? Is the heart beating faster or slower? Has it created any activation in the system? And whatever's happened, just present that and witness it. And then feel your feet connected to the floor or the earth. Allow the feet to be heavy and magnetized to the earth. And see how the earth grounds you and stabilizes you. Noticing that when you take your awareness to your feet, the mind starts to slow down. So let the earth hold you. And let the earth have you. Then allow your awareness to come over your shins and your calves and over your knees, up the thighs and into the pelvis. Notice the point of contact of your bottom against the chair or the surface that you're sat on. Feeling how that pelvis, cradle of your internal self, anchors you and grounds you. And then allow your awareness to pass over your womb space, your sacral chakra, over the belly button, the tummy, into the rib cage, and the heart space. And then take a hand and place it on the heart space, so that you connect with the rise and fall of your breath. Again, permitting the body to breathe as it needs to breathe in this moment. Trusting the body fully.
self-comforting and settling the physiology with your own embrace, your own touch. And then call on your ego. Call on the I want, I want, I want. And just notice what happens when you do that. Become aware of what your ego voice sounds like. How does the ego feel in the body? What does the ego know? And what does the ego see? Just observing without judgment. We're witnessing and presenting. And we're becoming conscious to the ego within us without judgment. And then breathe in on, on the next out breath, just drop that hand and place the other hand onto the heart space. And then this time call on your soul. Your highest eternal self. that which is divine and one. One with the God, the Goddess, the Ascended Masters, one with the stars, the moon, the sun, one with the earth. And notice what your soul looks like. Notice how your soul feels. Notice what your soul knows. Notice what the soul sees. And then invite your soul to speak. Invite your soul to speak the words, I am. I am. I am. I 
Just listen to the quality of the voice of the soul within you. And then invite your soul to become active in your discernment. To become more conscious. To help you judge well. Ask your soul to guide you and ask your soul to love your ego, to soothe it. And then bring your awareness back to your hand against your body. And as you inhale, inhale and press the hand into the heart space so you feel that point of contact. And then exhale. Inhale. And drop your hand and exhale. And then inhale this time through the soles of the feet. And exhale down through the soles of the feet. And then very gently open your eyes and orient yourself back to the space that you're in. And I hope that answered the questions of those of you who were asking um, about how to discern between the soul's voice and the ego's voice, the heart's path and the mind's path. I'm hoping that that meditation has given you a taste, a sense, a consciousness to how the ego um, manifests within you. Do not vilify your ego. It is your small self. It's trying to keep you safe within its conditioning. But bless it, um, it self-serves. And understandably, and we do need a healthy sense of that because we're human beings living in the earth. And also, hopefully now you have more conscious awareness to the soul's energy within you. What that sounds like, how that feels in the body. Um, and also, you know, what, how it sees and what it's purposes for you can't be solved in half an hour or kind of magically embodied within you in half an hour but it can give you a starting point and it's all about exploration and love and acceptance and inner knowing and we are all human and all divine and we are all finding our way with this and I really hope that has helped so Enjoy the rest of your day. Um, I can't remember what tomorrow's topic is, but I've got it written down. So I will put that out in the morning and keep sending in your ideas, what you would like um, to be addressed within these sessions. And I'll keep 
weaving them in for you. So enjoy the rest of your day. We'll thank my neighbours, the children, that they weren't swearing. <laughs> Although that would have been quite amusing, wouldn't it? Um, and just enjoy the rest of the day and I'll see you tomorrow. So from my heart to yours, from my heart to yours, and from my heart to yours, I wish you so much love and um, compassion and enjoyment and joy. That's a plan. Thank you for listening to this Sacred Human podcast, where we explored the experience of being fully human and fully divine. To learn more, go to www.sacredhuman.co.uk or follow us on social media. Go to Facebook, search Sacred Human Group and click join. Instagram at Fully Human, Fully Divine or Twitter at Sacred Human. Thanks for being here.